You know what's better than a co-host from Texas? What? Drinking a beer from Texas with your co-host from Texas. Start that fucking music. <laughs> it's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we're bringing you two new movies out in the watching movie world. First, we're going to be talking about the comedy everyone is talking about from Netflix, uh, from the good old Judd Apatow, talking The Bubble, featuring David DeCompany. The story of us... How do I sum it up? The nightmares, the hangovers, and the punching. Or for years I woke up, said I was sorry, passed out, and did it all over again. As a writer, I'm a sucker for happy endings. If you simply keep trying and never give up, no matter how many times you get it wrong, I didn't know how to finish it because it's not over. Okay. I love Californication. I had to pull one from Californication for David. Um, Leslie Mann. Is in this as well? Okay. It makes me sad when it's so easy to trick you into lying because you're such a lying shitbag. That's not, you can't do that. You can't do that. The therapist said you're not allowed to judge me. That's not a judgment. That's just a fact. Fair enough. Sometimes I withhold truth. That is true. But it's only because I'm scared to death of your crazy ass illogical overreactions. Well, it hurts me inside and triggers me when you're such a dishonest shit that you're lending your father money without telling me while your record company's going bankrupt and we're on the verge of losing our fucking house! That's from This Is 40. Yeah, I know. I can't wait for This Is 50. I love Leslie Mann and uh, Paul Rudd together. They could have they done a sitcom like Roseanne and I would have fucking, you know, been there for every episode. Sure. I love the two of them together. Sure. Um, also, uh, who else did I, uh, add Pedro to the Pascal. Yeah, Pedro! You know why all the world hates a Lannister? You think your gold and your lions and your gold lions make you better than everyone. I tell you a secret. You're not a golden lion. You're just a pink little man who's far too slow on the draw. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, so obviously from Game of Thrones, and also this says who else uh, is in this movie? Uh, Kate McKinnon. Did I get that? That one. Okay, cool. No, no. I'll, I'll tell you anything that you want to know about her, and I know it all. She texts and drives. She does it all the time. She Instagrams from the freeway. She hashtags it driving. I'm proving to her that we don't keep secrets. Just tell her something about me. Okay. Okay. Um, Morgan stole her dad's pain pills after his surgery and sold them at Coachella. I did. Audrey was once babysitting this eight-year-old kid, and she flirted with him to get him to go to sleep. His name was Liam. She has sex dreams about minions. Just the one minion with the one eye. Is it supposed to be a dick? 
She Googled it on my computer, and now I get a, a lot of weird ads. I said I was sorry. Yeah, so that's, um, that's something. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, uh, I thought it was, this movie is like, I thought it was really weird you didn't pull a clip for Karen Gillian, Fred Armisen, uh, even uh, people that uh, King Monkey, John Cena. I know, but but, uh, but, the Daisy thing is, dude, but here's the thing though: Karen Gillan and Kiki Monkey have more to screen time than Kate McKinnon in this movie. Yeah, I uh, just pulled people that would be easy to pull because <laughs> I had to put together this whole my whole part of the podcast in 24 hours. Okay, well, Fred Armisen would have been easy to find, though. Remember remember that I did this thing for a whole week? Fine, fine. And I'm exhausted, and I literally slept 16 hours yesterday. Okay, fine. All right. Uh, All right. right. It's The Bubble, directed and written by Jeff Patel with uh, Pam Brady's another writer. We'll talk All about right. this movie. All right, and then the second movie that we watched this week, is, of course, is the number one at this past weekend at the box office, Morpheus, fe- Morbius. Uh, featuring Morbius. That's what I said, Morpheus. No, Morbius with a B. No, no, Morpheus with a P. No, just just say it correctly. The, the, the way that people know it's said. <laughs> it's Morbius. But anyway. Starring who? Featuring the psychotic, always oh, crazy, can't wait to invite him to Thanksgiving dinner, Jared Leto. Ah. Uh. You helped me by erasing my mind what infinite memories I had. Oh. You left me in a black hole of rage and confusion. Without the medicine you practice, Dr. Quinzel. What are you going to do? Are you going to kill me, Mr. J? What? Oh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you. Really, really bad. Okay, that's from uh, Suicide Squad. That's him as Joker. You know, the greatest Joker ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know Jared Leto's Joker, seriously, the best. Better Joker. off not knowing. But yeah, okay, who else? <laughs> <is that? laughs> uh, just messing around with everybody. And also, uh, next, the um, doctor number 11 himself, Matt Smith. Now, the question of the hour is, who's got Pandorica? Answer, I do. Next question, who's coming to take him from me? Come on! Look at me! No plan, no backup, no weapons worth a damn. Oh, and something else I don't have. Anything to lose. So, if you're sitting up there in your silly little spaceship with all your silly little guns, and you've got any plans on taking the Pandorica tonight, just remember who's standing in your way. Remember, every black day I ever stopped you, and then, and then, do the smart thing. Let somebody else try first. Yeah, that's from Dolph Shizar. And do you need help with the next name? I can't, I can't pronounce it for you. Like, yeah, if you can go ahead, because uh, not only am I going to mess it up, it'll probably Okay, so mess up the next bit. one is uh, Adria Arhorna. Uh, Hona. Adria Arjona. No. Arjona. You barely talk. I don't know your family. You don't want to know mine. Who are you? Oh, fuck off. Who the fuck am I supposed to be? I don't know who you're supposed to be. Jesus Christ. Yeah, fuck off. Go. God, whatever happened to you, I can't fix it. There's nothing wrong with me. I'll call you this weekend. 
don't. I don't want to hear from you anymore. You can't give me more than this. You're not, you're not right. Sometimes I'm with you and I can tell that. Yeah, that's from uh, True Detective Season 2. Not near as good as Season yeah. 1. Not near as good as Season 1. No, no, that's good. But that's uh, what I can find with her speaking English. So, uh, Terry, um, Terry, oh, sorry. Tyrese Gibson, my John, man! Join the ride? Man, it's a fast car, huh? <laughs> man, it's a classic. Old school. American muscle. <laughs> man, this car can do all kind of things, man. Want to see <laughs> Check us out right here, homie. So what you doing, man? Buddy, <laughs> go! Eject those Cino, cuz! It worked! I love this button! <laughs> Stay on your toes, puto! From Too Fast, Too Furious. This also stars Jared Harris and uh, Al Magical. There's a lot of good people in this movie and the other movie, Bubble, as well. I mean, there's just a long list of uh, star power in the two movies that we watched this week. And I I can't wait to talk about both of them. But but first, before we do that, Chris. Are there going to be nice things to say about these things? Huh? Are there going to be nice things to say about these movies? Oh, man, I got all kinds of things to say. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. You can find us on MoviesOnSuck.net. We're on Facebook.com. Slash News on Podcast. We're on Twitter, NDS Podcast. We're on Instagram, NDS Podcast. We got Patreon, Patreon.com. Slash News on Suck. If you guys want my best shirts, uh, apparel, go to Bonfire.com. Uh, search News on Suck and something to you. You'll find shit. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on all stream platforms. Uh, wherever you find podcasts, you can find movies on Suck and something to you. Damn straight. And then if you have a small business, guess what we can do for that small business? We can advertise it. Because guess what? We want to make sure that you get the business, you get the people. We know there's struggling times. And, I mean, we're at the end of the pandemic, and now we're getting over it and all that. But still, we want to help small businesses just like this small business that I just happened to run into this past week while I was in Dallas, Texas. Are you ready for this? I don't think you know this exists, and I hope to God, next time you go down to Texas, you go to this place. Physical so Chris, are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Today's business, small business is Turkey Leg Paradise. Turkey Leg Paradise is a restaurant downtown Dallas that literally specifies in making turkey legs that you would get at a normal at the Renaissance Festival. But these turkey legs, literally the bone comes like right out mm. and it's all left I over. Do. <laughs> Dude. Good. And then on top of that, they, they put toppings on top of the turkey leg. Like I got a mac and cheese, a Cajun mac and cheese Shit. one. They got like etouffee. They got um, jambalaya. They got a uh, broccoli cheese and rice. And then they got wings and stuff like that. I found this place on accident. Cause there's just a block down the road from a wrestling event. I was yeah. at, and oh my god, I went to this thing and it was like the one meal I ate that wasn't a microwavable meal out of the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just pure utter paradise. The okay, food that... there was ridiculous. I'm going they even have they even have crawfish and vibes, which is coming up uh what is that? Uh next this weekend actually, uh at downtown. Um, Dallas as well. So if you want to look them up, 
They are located at 1715 Botham Jean Boulevard, Dallas, Texas, 75215. You can look them up on Facebook at Turkey Lake Paradise, or you can go to their website, which is turkey-lake-paradise-business. And I'm telling you, they are 100. I mean, look at this. Look at this. You ready for this? Look at that. Look at that. I don't see anything. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, they are. That looks they amazing. Are, <laughs> that looks amazing. They, they are cool guys, man. We had a good time. Uh, I, I mean, I, I would have ordered five more legs. Five more legs if I could. If I could have had, like, I would sit there and just eat all day, bro. But you, but you had wrestling to watch over 60 hours of it. Over, yeah. So cutting into our segment of talking about stuff. Uh, I obviously can tell my voice is not at 100. Um, I'd say it's about at 80, considered what it was two days ago. He's been screaming and yelling. Yeah. I went to a total of 15 wrestling shows, a total of 60-plus hours, including both days of WrestleMania, the Hall of Fame, seeing The Undertaker retire. I got to see Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match, Vince McMahon's last match, the Pat McAfee match, and then on top of that, a bunch of great local wrestling. And I mean amazing local wrestling. Uh, there was one wrestling event I think you had really enjoyed with me. I, I think you really would have enjoyed this. And it was called um, Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Yeah, yeah, so uh, at least the, the preview. The, the yeah, poster. yeah, so like one, it was hosted by like one of the largest drag queens mm-hmm. i ever seen in my entire life. I don't know if she was seven foot and a half, but <laughs> I mean, she was tall. She was a she was a big, beautiful. She was in Dallas Cowboys colors. Beautiful, beautiful drag queen. And every wrestling match, they they had fun with it. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like yeah. they had, and they added sexual ornaments to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like joking around. Like you know, every now and then a guy would twist somebody's nipples, <laughs> or somebody would like, you know. And that one was great. But like all the different wrestling events, I got to see. Like every wrestling event was like different than the one I saw before. Do you wish that so, Oklahoma had the things that Texas does when it comes to local wrestling? Like Tulsa? Well the thing is, you say that, but half the people I saw in local wrestling were from Tulsa. Okay, okay. So they just yeah, yeah, out so Texas. I saw a lot of Tulsa people. Okay, yes. Like um I saw uh Sandra from uh the Queen Street Posse, her and her co host um from Inside the Ropes. Uh, they were there, and Ray uh, Ray Martiz, who's also uh, the leader of Elote um, Lucha Libre Wrestling downtown here in Tulsa. Um, I ran into a bunch of people from dispensaries and stuff like that that I know here yeah. from Tulsa. Uh, the funnest part, that, and there's a bunch of fun parts. I got to meet a lot of wrestlers. I mean, I literally... Like, uh, for one, here, here's Sandra and Ray Martinez, uh, from Queen, you know, yeah. from the wrestling I just talked about. My favorite pro wrestler right now, Dan Housen, of course, mm-hmm. I got to meet him. Freaking, what just a pleasure he was. Now, in every episode of Since We've Gone on this vlog, behind me right here is a sign that says, Simon, give this an up. Mm-hmm. That is from a podcast called uh, 
uh, called What Culture, right? Yeah. And they review wrestling. It's one of my favorite wrestling podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. I ran into them eight or nine times during (laughs) the whole week. Like, we just kept running. They We ran into each other to the point where they knew my name. They knew who I was. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Neil, hey, how you doing? And, uh, I mean, I'll give you a picture. Here you go. Here's us. This is Simon that I have the Simon give this and up. Mm-hmm. This is Adam uh, Wilborn. I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Um, but as you can see, we're drinking pints and <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> that was like I met them at a – I ran into them uh, one night after WrestleMania at a place that the only way I could describe it to you would be like power and light. Okay. It was like a power and light place. And Ric Flair, I guess, was on another level somewhere in there, too, like, doing shots of people all night. Like, I mean, I could seriously do, like, a two-hour podcast on just everything that happened during the week. Like, it was... But that... We don't have that. That's not what our podcast is about. Yeah. But, uh, seriously, guys, uh, I actually have something up on Reddit. I mean, are you ready for this, dude? I mean, this is the truth. This is all 15 shows I saw. Look at that. Is that ridiculous? And this is the funniest thing that really, uh, really was really funny. So last week, when before I left to talk about it, this was one of the pictures that I used to post up of the AT&T Stadium with Stone Cold and all them, right? Yeah. The first two days I said I was in an Airbnb. Yeah. From our Airbnb that we were in, the front window out of it, you could see that. Oh, yeah, nice. That's, that's... And so then me and Topher left the Airbnb, and we went over and took a picture in front of it, and that's us in front of that exact same. When I worked in uh, when I worked in uh, Darlington, Texas, I worked in a building on, like, the fifth floor, fourth floor. Right. You could see the top of the stadium from, like, uh, from where I was. It looked like a fucking space station, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it looks like a, it looks like a launch pad for for a spatial or something. It's cool. I've never been though. I've never been inside. Not that I've ever had any reason to go inside to see the Cowboys play or anything like that, but it's a cool place. I, I mean, it looks good. I, nice. I, I beat a dude up and I got his belt, but I couldn't carry it home. It was too big, man. It was just huge. I mean, look at yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, but that, that that's all new and talking about the wrestling stuff. I know um, if people are interested, I did post something on Reddit under, uh, squared circle where it's asked me anything and mm-hmm. I put up all the wrestling events and it's been like right now I have like over 175 questions on it. Okay. Well, you'll get to so me. like I've been answering all the questions as much as possible as I can. Um, are you talking about our podcast? So <laughs> I, well, I mean, no, I, do I, I talk to people some... in person uh, about our podcast. Yeah, well, you know. I'm going, you know, I'm going to panic fast and I'll be covering it for the show. And, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say for sure, but we'll definitely have some interviews. At least, uh, at least do that. I post on here, um, on the feed here, and um, I'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm covering Panic Fest. I got press pass. We'll, we're apparently journalists now. One hundred percent. I totally understand that. Okay, so uh, let's let's get with the movies. What man. is Panic Fest? What is Panic Fest? It starts the end of the month, 29th. And the, um, I I got to talk to you about something. I'll talk to you after the podcast. Remind me. Don't forget. Anyway. All right, uh, let's let's start with movies. You know, let's just talk movies. We've been what doing this for twenty four minutes. Let's talk movies. Um, uh, 
The Bubble. Uh, it came out on Netflix Friday, uh, last Friday, directed by Judd Apatow. Uh, you guys know Judd Apatow? I mean, you should know Judd Apatow. He's done, you know, 40-year-old Virgin, This Is 40, uh, Knocked Up, King of Staten Island. Just all kinds of shit you know him from. He's a, he's a famous comedic uh, writer and director. Uh, and they were talking about The Bubble. It stars... Um, fuck, it stars Pedro Pascal. Do you know why all the world hates a runnister? As Dieter Bravo. Uh, this also stars uh, Leslie Mann as Lauren Von Ch- Van Chance. Okay. It makes me sad when it's so easy to trick you into lying because you're such a lying shitbag. Um, this also stars David Duchovny, which we uh, haven't heard from him lately, as Dustin Moray. The story of us. How do I sum it up? And also uh, it stars um, Kate McKinnon as Paula, the CEO head. No, no. I'll, I'll tell you anything that you want to know about her, okay? and I know it all. And uh, this also stars uh, a great amount of people. Uh, Harry Treadwin, uh fucking Karen Gillan as Carol Cobb. Uh, Chris Iris Apatow, yeah, yeah, who's the, the daughter of uh, uh, Judd, um, Gus Kane, Keegan, uh, Keegan Michael Gillian. Key, I mean Fred Armisen, uh, Harry. Yeah, I mean this is Bria Bamford shows who. up. I don't want to give away everything in it, but uh, but yeah, man. Oh, uh, uh, even the chick from uh from Borat. Yeah, she's in this. Yeah, um, Borat. You know how we know that, and how we knew that because Bria I got a great Baklava. movie fan for. Movie fact about her. Okay, Are you pull it up. Um, let's see. Oh no, I didn't put it. Uh, but anyway, why filming this movie? Um, she found out that she was nominated last year. Oh, nice. nice. What well, for, for her? You want to read the storyline for this? Sure, I'm sure it's it's very simple. A group of actors and actresses struck. Inside a pandemic bubble at a hotel attempts to complete a film. So I watched this Tuesday. Because um, mm-hmm. I didn't have time this weekend. I saw two other movies that aren't related to the show. One might show up later. But, yeah. but uh, <sighs> what to say about this movie? So uh, I it's two hours and five minutes long. That's long for a comedy. Uh, uh, but but pre- pretty on par for how... Long Judd Apatow films are like when it comes to the mm-hmm. comedy, he he makes them long, but I don't think he played to. Oh his no, story. I did put it up there. Never mind. I don't think that Judd Apatow played to his strengths in this movie. Because uh, because honestly, I was bored for about the first hour and a half of this thing. I really was. I the last one coming to me. You may have really liked it, and I, I thought you might like this. But to me, Judd Apatow, he is really good. At, at uh, one, he's really good at um, at showing the humanity in people and giving heart to it. And all the characters in me were one dimensional. Number two, uh, it's a satire about show business. But I've seen this movie before. And it's called Tropic Thunder, and Tropic Thunder is way funnier than this movie. Uh, and I, I, it won me over the last thirty minutes, you know. But for the first hour and a half of this movie, I was bored to tears. And it's not that fun. there are parts that are funny, but none of it was that funny to me. And a lot of people liked it. And, but but to me, this didn't play the Jebatow's strengths. And uh, it's a satire or whatever. 
but it just didn't work for me. I did. I didn't. I didn't find it. I. I. I didn't find it any good. I'll, I'll say that to me. I thought this movie. To me, this is gonna be a bad score for me. This to me, this movie sucked. Most of it sucked to me, and that's a that that hurts me to say because I really wanted to like it. I wanted to like this movie. I was I was let down, and I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if it's if it's I'm I'm just a shithead. But this movie didn't work for me, and I really wanted to like it, like I said. But it didn't play the Jedi's strengths in my opinion, and uh, I I didn't have a good time watching this except for the last three minutes, which I was liking that. Because that's when it got interesting. For the rest of it, I didn't like the characters. Uh, parts of it were funny. Very small parts of it were funny. But other than that, man, I thought this was a a a COVID tropic thunder, but not near as good or fun. That's 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 all I'd say about this one. All right. So, and that's my opinion. You only have, have a completely different I have, opinion. I have three stars. Under my leg, a throat that I can barely talk out of, and I am sore. I got a handprint right here on my chest where I allowed a wrestler to smack me. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I took an edible and I fucking watched this movie, uh-huh. and I laughed my fucking ass off the entire movie. Now, I usually go into any one of the movies that we watch sober. Because I try to get my full attention to it. This movie is dumb. It's dumb comedy. Yeah. I like dumb comedy. I'm a fan of dumb comedy. But this movie to me, there are certain points in it that I laughed at. And then there are certain points at that I was kind of like, I get what you're trying to do there. It just wasn't that funny. Um, so there are parts of it that I'm going to agree with you. They could have done harder, worked harder, but there are certain parts through it that I got the joke. And it was like the way to describe this to someone is like, it's like an episode of Saturday night live. Some of the skits you're going to love to the point where your belly bust and laughing. And then some of the skits are going to kind of be like, all right, I didn't quite get that one. It's all right, though. I'll just wait for the next skit. And that's kind of what it was like. This movie had had good points throughout it, but some of the bad points brought it down so much that I was kind of like, okay. I, I don't really I... want to see a movie about COVID right now. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I. I oh, I, that's your problem. But also, I also, it also, also, it was fucking two hours long, dude. Because COVID's over. Trim 20 minutes of the, trim 20. Trim twenty minutes of this thing. It didn't need to be two hours and five minutes of my life that I kind of regret wasting on it because I didn't. No, no, I think I I agree with you there. I think it needed to be about twenty minutes less. Yeah, I'd say twenty minutes less. Cut it out and then like rearrange it a little bit, and it'd have been perfect. And fun. you know, Jed Patel, he he's good at showing heart in his movies. That's part of the reason I love Jed Patel. But I, I only, mm-hmm. he only got to show a little bit of that in this. Just a little bit. Yeah, there was really no heart in this movie whatsoever. I'll agree with you. And, I, I think it was more about the slapstick laughing. So, uh, yeah, and it was a slapstick kind of satire and whatever. But it just didn't do it for me. And this is not going to get a rating for me. I'm, I'm sorry, Judd. I really wanted to like it. And I went in with high expectations. But I was let down. So, and I, I, yeah, I watched yeah. it sober. And, I didn't get high. 
New York High in major high, this movie will be make you fucking die laughing. Not me. <laughs> I wasn't high though. So yeah, um, I mean that's one hundred percent thing, man. I, I laugh because you know I was in the mood to laugh. Uh, I went into this knowing it's going to be a dumb fucking comedy because of Judd Apatow, and uh, but the one thing I, I will have to agree now that you pointed out is that I totally agree with the fact that uh, the heart wasn't there. And that's what Judd Apatow Which is was. normal. Yeah, and Judd, Judd's really good at making these dumb comedies that have heart, and like the, uh, the, Knocked Up, for the, the example. Make it, they make it smart, great. though. The, 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 the other the dumb movies he made, you call them dumb? I honestly thought, you know, the his other movies are smarter than this. And that's yeah, the problem. I mean, like, I mean, what, he's the producer on the King of Staten Island? He was a director for King of Staten Island. Yeah, yeah, he's the director. I'm sorry, I was looking up while I was just looking yeah. up. I'm trying to get yeah. into it. Um, and you love that like, movie. You you connect to that movie hard. Yeah, I, I was a huge fan of the King of Staten Island. Yeah. Um, like, uh, this is 40 for sure is one of my one of my favorite all times. And he doesn't, he doesn't make dumb movies, and that's that's a no. Like forty year old virgin, yeah. We have, you know, how I know you're gay because you macrame jean shorts. Yeah. But at the same time, we have a great story that ends up with all of us singing, you know, Age of Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. It's you it, know, like, he, so. he makes good movies. So I, I, I was disappointed, and it's, you know, I, I, Netflix does a really good job of letting movies sort of just sort of appear, and not really let us know they're coming out. And so when I found this come out, I'm like, oh fuck, okay, a Jeptel film. They, yeah, I didn't know what this movie was when you when you uh, sent it to me. Yeah, by yeah. any means. Yeah. So and I was just like, what the fuck yeah. is he talking about? And uh, finally, when I got home, um, I was like, damn, okay, yeah, definitely, definitely gonna take a look at that. Um, do you get quotes for this? Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot to do that. Um. Sorry, it's been a long week. Uh, all right, some quotes. They're liars. They're literally live for a living. Whatever you do, you can't fuck them. <laughs> Don't fuck them. Just two weeks, and you will have all the hugs you need. I mean, the movie got 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't get much lower than that. You wrote a Bible. No, I wrote a book. I love you, and I'm in love with you. Don't fuck me. Global warning, my ass. Who did this? Guardians of the franchise? Fuck you, assholes. I won Sundance. How many species have died because of man? I never had a normal friend before. Well, no one has ever called me that before. What's that? Normal? We wouldn't be crossing bubbles, but creating our own new bubble. Dad is the devil. I Google him. He's done some really fucked up shit. Should we be concerned about this level of vomit? I mean, this is like a lot of vomit. Mm. Uh, that 
That's my turning. That's my turning hand, you motherfucker. Do you have balls? Oh wait, never mind. I have balls. Problems are just lessons in disguise. Uh, there are no answers, but there are plenty of drugs. And that, uh, when when we start doing drugs in this movie, I make anything away. That's when I started to like this movie. Well, yeah, Chris. Well, you know what I got to say to you. What? Stop being Benedict Cumberpatch. <laughs> Stop being Benedict Cumberpatch. This isn't me acting. We know it feels too real. Your ending, your ending is me shooting at cock and balls with a flamethrower. Stop! I don't think you're allowed to run during a pandemic. Okay, so uh, my score. I'm gonna go first. Uh, my score on this two point five. Uh, I didn't like it. Uh, most of it was unlikable to me. It did. It, 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 you know, trim it up and re-edit it. Maybe rewrite it. And I may give this a higher score, but man, this if someone asked me about the bubble, I know no, the bubble sucks. To me, this movie sucks. Most of it sucks. It's two hours five minutes, way too long. And uh, I I do think this could have. I don't know how if they rushed it out if they had time with it, but to me, it sucked. And it's a three two point five for me. I did not like this movie. Do you ever like anything though? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, I do. But not not this week. Not this week. You did not like this movie. No. Um, I'll give it a three. Okay. Because it made me laugh. It made me cry. It made me laugh. It made me have a good time. Um, this is a dumb fucking comedy, though. Uh, this is uh, basically someone something that you'd show somebody in ten years. To be like, kind of give them the ridiculousness of what a bubble was like during the pandemic. Now, did, did compare this to King of Staten Island, and it's night and day, dude. Like, like well, in, King of Staten Island is not a comedy; it's a drama. Of it's course, a, it's, it's night a and dramedy. Day. It for certainly is. It's a drama. Okay, okay. This it's is about 40. a kid. Okay, okay. Let me. Okay, Forty's dad died nine eleven. It's a drama. Okay, forty year old conversion. This one. Night and day. Yeah, that's that's there you go. There's your there's your examples. There you go. <laughs> it's All like, right, uh, King of Staten Island is not that's like that's like saying, you know what? You know what? Revenge of the Nerds and Forrest Gump are two different movies. <laughs> no, well, okay, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you something. Uh what's that movie we saw with um Olivia Coleman this year? What was that called? The Lost Daughter? That's a drama. Yeah. That's a drama. Yeah. That's not that's not King King of Staten Island is much funnier than that. But uh, why don't you go ahead and um, why don't you? We're on Rotten Tomatoes right now. If you guys don't know, we will listen to the show the first time. I have Neil guess the Rotten Tomatoes score with both the audience and then the um, critics. So, Neil, what's the audience score for this thing? 52. 35%. Holy shit. I'm with balls. them. I'm with them. So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, this movie is a 32% movie, right? 35%. For the, from the right. audience, the so, audience. So your thought was like, hey, when Neil gets back from wrestling, 
I'm gonna make him watch a movie that's only dude, ranked thirty-two percent. No, no, I didn't. I dude, I just picked it uh, again. I don't really look at the rings before I watch a movie. Like there's that Ben Affleck movie with Anna De Arms that Mike has been getting a I don't lot of fucking good. No, dude, I picked something I thought would be funny because Jeff Tow. You're drunk. I'm not drunk. I actually don't drink it because I have to, you know, I have to go, go uh, under the knife tomorrow and also out of under the knife. Chris is going under the knife and yeah. getting cut open and dying. And they're stealing stuff. Anyway. Uh, and so uh, now, what is Craig Swan this? I'm going to give it a 47. 22%. Oh, they went lower. They did. Dang. Give me that. I want to see it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Meandering and mostly unfunny, the bubble gums up an all-star cast with the hackneyed gags about showbiz and pandemic life. That's good beer, right? That strawberry one? That strawberry shine is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, dude. I've been drinking a lot of shiner. <laughs> so uh that's the because that's... I was in Texas, and guess what they sell there? Shiner. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. There's shiner everywhere. It's like, oh, I'll take a shiner yeah. over Miller Light. Yeah, yeah. Like, Miller Light, Cooler's Light, Shiner. That'd yeah. be like your yeah. options ever. <laughs> so um yeah, <laughs> I, I kinda wanna forget this movie exists. So I'm ready to get the news, are you? All right, let's go. This is the movies that don't suck and some of them do. I read stuff from the internet. Chris acts like he hasn't read it or he just totally forgot because of that one time in band camp. What you got for me? It's been uh, all, more than a week since we spoke last. because we There isn't much. There isn't. I'm <laughs> going to tell you right now. There isn't much. Okay. Most of it is leaked over from what yeah, we yeah, got okay. before we left. Right. Like the first one right off the back. Will Smith resigns from yeah. the Academy. They actually moved up his um, arraignment date. They're actually tomorrow's tonight. Or tom- tomorrow's when they're going to have the board meeting to figure out how they're going to discipline him. But he's yeah. not he's a part of the academy anymore, so I don't I don't know exactly what they can do. What's the recourse? You know, there was a Will Smith biopic that was written and was both being voted on by Netflix and Apple TV Plus. Both of them have withdrawn their bids for the rights for it. Yeah, man, I, you know. That's a, I guess it's a big fucking deal, dude. That uh, that this happened. I, you know, I thought it would blow over soon, but no, people are pissed, and that's fair because Netflix has shelved all planned Will Smith movies in the future. Are they going to think the movies that he was going to be? He had three movies that he was going to act in, all gone. Well, he fucked up, you know. Yep, talking about someone that fucked up too. Uh, remember how I said about how good old Ezra Miller got yeah. busted, yeah. DUI, and yeah. all that, that stuff? Yeah. Now the DC fans are calling for his head, and they want him to be replaced by Grant Gustin, who plays The Flash on CW. How would you feel about that? I mean, Grant Gustin to me is The Flash. Oh, so this guy, Flash, Ezra Miller, right. is not to you? No, no. Ezra Miller, I mean, he's good in the movies or whatever, but the fact that you have Grant Gustin, who can actually act, he's a good actor, mm. and he knows how to play the character, and he can change it up to whatever you want. You know? I'm confused, why he's not the, I'm confused why he's not the Flash anyway. Huh? He, he's been the Flash for nine seasons. I know, but why is he not in the movie? I'm confused why he's not in the movie. 
Because they because uh, DC wanted the that universe and that universe to be two different uh, universes. It's gonna be hard, man. You can't do that. Marvel didn't do that. <laughs> no, but DC is DC. Robert Downey Jr. Do you know that guy? I do know Robert Downey Jr. RDJ, yeah. I like that guy. That guy makes me happy in the butt. Um, he saved. He, he is, saved two Harvey Comic movies. He saved Superman movies. Hey man, he's the kind of guy that makes me happy in everything he does whatsoever. I mean, I don't think there's a movie that Robert Downey Jr. has been in where I was like, you know what? That sucks that I saw that. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Man. So good. Oh man, that's a great movie. Great movie. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is to produce a Sherlock Holmes spinoff for HBO Max. Two Sherlock Holmes spinoffs are early in development at HBO Max from Team Robert Downey Jr. Uh, it looks like that he'll be executive producing the spinoffs alongside Susan Downey, his wife, yeah. and Amanda Perola of Team Downey. Um, Productions will executive. Uh, basically, the two separate spinoff sets, an, RG, uh, an RDJ's Sherlock Holmes universe. Uh, so it'll be him as Sherlock Holmes again. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I'm down. Yeah, sure. I want to see. I, mean, uh, I want to know Holmes too as well, too. <laughs> Bring that out. Know Holmes too. Oh, yeah. That's going to come out. Yeah. That's, that's already done filming. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, Jason, uh, talking about one of the best superheroes of all time, Aquaman, Jason Momoa to write and star in Apple's historical limited series, Chief of War. Chief of War it, uh, follows the story of the unification and colonization of Hawaii from the ignorant, from the indigenous point of view. So not from Indi- the white indigenous, people's point of view. Indigenous. Indigenous, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. One, I already have problems with words. Two, my voice is not the best. So I'm ready. I'm excited to hear that. I'm ready. You know, especially from a man that, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm mean, sure. I, by the way, I've been playing God of War, the new one. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, dude. So good. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Sean Weiss. Lance's first acting role in 14 years. What was he doing before this? Like before, what was 14 years? Huh? Oh, man. He was a meth addict. Okay, gotcha. And he's been sober for two years. Sean Weiss, if you don't know, uh, played the goalie from the Mighty Ducks. I'm glad he's back, honestly. So he's sobered up now. But he's skinny now, right? He's skinny now, right? Yeah, yeah. He's way skinny and... I mean, at one point, he looked like he was 97 years old. Oh, yeah. So, so, I, mean, I actually saw photos of that. Dark. I saw photos of that. I'm like, what's up? Yeah. yeah. Good for him. And now he looks like he's normal again. So, <laughs> hey, stay sober, man. Don't do the drugs. Kiki Palmer's the star in Ozzy as- and Zari's directical debut film, Being Mortal. Uh, Kiki Palmer is the next star to board the cast of the Being Mortal as a directorial debut. Who she's also joining is, you know, those comedian guys that think they're funny. That uh, that Seth Rogan, <laughs> Seth Rogan, yeah, Seth that? Rogan, yeah, and this Bill Mara, <laughs> Bill Mara, uh, I'm Bill ex- Murray, yeah, Bill Murray. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested, dude. I'm, I love it. I love he's in. Sorry, I love Master of None. Big fan of that uh, that this series, so I can't wait to see this movie. I'm super excited. I don't no, know about I mean, this. There, there, there's a lot of different movies that I am just 
uh, madly interested in. Wow. Um, I mean, and that's one. Anytime, you know, they come out, uh, we just have to, you know, be like, why? Why in the world is that the movie that we're going to be watching? And we're all going to have to watch it and we're going to love it. We're going to touch it. We're going to make love to it every day long and figure out why, why we haven't seen it before. <laughs> What's next on the list of news? <laughs> I, I'm loading them all up. Okay, That's all right. I, was making up uh, I was making up stuff. All right. Project Garlic Johansson and Chris Evans, the star and Jason Bateman directed Apple film called Project Artemis. I'll watch it. What what three <laughs> things do I need more in a movie? Yeah. Tell me I need to watch it. I get Chris Evans, I get Scarlett Johansson, I get Jason Bateman directing, which I mean he directs Ozarks if you haven't ever watched that. He also directed a movie called Extract, I think. Yeah, Extract yeah. too. Yes, you're correct. Um uh da, 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 da. Uh, pen the script scribe is focusing on the space race. It is a space race movie. I mean, what more? I, I got it. Oh, oh, here, here. Here's another thing just to add to it. It's being done by A24. Oh. Yeah. They All just, right. They just do so much. So many good things, man. Like, so many good things. Where A24, so A24, uh, A24 has, man. It's ridiculous. Uh, Chris's favorite TV show uh, from uh, t- movie franchise is getting turned into... Uh, a TV series. What is this? Rebooting it. Uh, that is going to be Spy Kids is <laughs> heading to re- uh, Netflix for a reboot. I'm not watching. I mean, I didn't Robert watch Spy Rod- Kids. Returning to the popular family spy franchise. Uh, Rodriguez is created with writing, directing, and producing the upcoming film reboot, and he did the previous films. The film will be produced alongside Spyglass Media, which owns the right to Spy Kids franchise. So, yeah. Cool. We'll watch that. More Spy Kids for you, bro. <laughs> I can't I know wait. you love Spy Kids. Can't wait. <laughs> um, Marvel's Werewolf by Night is begin is going to be beginning filming. This is show will be a Halloween special for Disney Plus, and it will be part of the MCU continued see. Uh, tying in other franchise films and TV series. Um, so this movie uh, is going to be it's going to be continuance of like uh, Moon Knight. If you haven't watched the first two episodes of Moon Knight, fuck you and die. <laughs> I guess would be the best way yeah, to say yeah, that. Sure, sure. Have you watched Moon Knight? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Fuck you and die. Okay. Um, Moon Knight. Oh my god, is a whole different level of superhero. Like it is literally like it, like the first episode. The guy doesn't know what the fuck is going on, and he thinks he's completely fucking bullshit crazy. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, you need to watch. It's it. Oscar Isaac, guys. Yeah, and he's amazing in it. So werewolves coming out. The uh, Godfather of Funk is getting his own biopic movie. George Clinton. George Clinton. Yeah. Already got a signed person to play him. Who? Who? Who's playing him? Are you ready for this? Because when I read this, I was like, this has to be bullshit. You're <laughs> making this the fuck up. Eddie Murphy is going to be playing 
the godfather of funk, Mr. George Clinton. I have to see this to believe it. <laughs> Honestly, I don't right. know. Yeah. I mean, they can't be that far apart in age, right? I is think your cat, like is a, your cat screaming at you, by the way? I think so. I think my cat's standing right outside this window. Yeah, he's right there. Look at this. Oh, kitty. Kitty cat. I might have to take a break here for five seconds so I can go get the cat back in. Um, Catherine Bieglo is to team up with Netflix for her next film. All right, Elizabeth Allen Dick joins her father. Tim Allen. Great. <laughs> and the new Santa Claus sequel series. Is Tim Allen going to be in the series? Yes. That's strange. Her, uh, we'll be making her acting debut as one of Scott Calvin's children in Santa Claus sequel series. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool, I guess. I mean, I, I, they were fine movies, whatever. I just... I, I kind of I kind of really like Tim Allen that much. You're a huge Tim Allen fan. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> Dolph Laundrie and Luke Wilson to co-star an action thriller, The Best Man. Dolph Laundrie has added another movie to his upcoming slate with the action film, The Best Man. Uh, Said Luke Wilson's in this. Luke Wilson, yes. Um, okay. I'll see it. Because he's also doing the, he's doing a bunch of movies. The plot of The Best Man revolves around a wedding on a remote resort that is invaded by a group of mercenaries, which leads to the main members of the wedding party to take on the terrorists to save a group oh. of hostages. Oh, this is Wayne Crashers too. Well, we'll see Joe Penn too. Is Owen Wilson this? No, this is Luke Wilson. <laughs> no, Wilson's been torn. They won't show All up. Right. All right. Uma Thurman is teaming up with someone she hasn't teamed up with in a long time. Quentin Tarantino? No. Okay, sorry. Also, but close. But close. Okay, well, you have to tell me now because I don't know. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, nice. They are going to reunite for a comedy thriller called The Kill Room. I watched that already. Like, I'm already down. For I'm already that. down. Yeah. Kill Room for the original script by it's uh, Nicole Pion, who did Funny or Die, Friendsgiving, will direct the Kill Room from an original script by Jonathan Jacobson. The film is set to go on floors soon and will be shot in New Jersey. Um, the story follows a hitman, his boss, Jackson, and an art dealer, Thurman, and a money laundering scheme that accidentally turns the assassin into an overnight sensation one that forces her to play the art world against the underworld cool i'll see that movie with you and i will be there theaters watching it with our popcorn or whatever all right the last two stories are you ready because these are big ones okay these are big ones okay you in my book these are really you big stories. Them for last. i got you oh yeah bill skarsgård Who's going to be in, in going to be in guys that you don't know? Who'll be in the Northman, uh, a movie that I cannot fucking wait to see. Good. I think that's his brother. That's Alexander Skarsgård. That's right. <laughs> that's his older brother. All right. Bill Skarsgård, who, as you know, played it yeah. in 
or Pennywise in the mm-hmm. movie It mm-hmm. is going to be stepping up to play a role in a movie that is a reboot. He's going to be playing the role of a superhero that means like literally the fucking world to me. Is he going to be Superman? No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember as a kid, I was thinking, man, I really like Batman and Superman. That's it. Hey. Who was it? No. Who's going to be? Tell me. Bill Skarsgård is playing Eric Draven, a.k.a. the motherfucking crow. Oh, yeah. And who, who, someone else is going to be in it, too, right? Like, I forgot who else signed on. Uh, a musician. Um, oh, yeah. FKA Twigs is going to be in yes, that, too. Yes, 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 yes. And um, it's going to be produced by Victor Haladina, Molly Hazel, John... Genix and Edward R. Pressman. The project is a collaboration between production companies, Hazel Free Production, Electric Shadow, Dan Fees. Uh, I'm reading a lot of names. Guess what name I'm not reading? What? James O'Barr. Oh, sorry. Is that the guy who did the crow made the crow? Where's he at? Uh, man, I I mean, you want to see this. Though. most creative fucking guy in the world, and you're not going to use you, him. You liked, I mean, you liked the brand only one a lot, didn't you? That was your shit, wasn't it? it? it I watched it literally like three nights ago. Yeah, yeah like, I, 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 mean, I, I, I fell rec- asleep to it at my hotel room. I, I record store. Yeah, I went okay. to. I looked for it for you know record store day, and I couldn't find it because it sold out. Because they put the cross soundtrack on vinyl, mm-hmm. I couldn't find it for you, man. Mm-hmm. I tried to, but uh, yeah, man, uh, cool. Uh, Originally, I, Jason Momoa was supposed to play him. What did you think of that? You like that? I was okay with that, but you know, you're, I, I you know, whatever. Okay. Just please don't fuck it up. Don't make it don't make it crow salvation. Don't make it crow wicked prayer. Don't make it crow stairway. So to you're heaven. saying basically don't Edward it's... Furlong it. Yes, there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. And the Here last it is uh, the saddest news as of March 30th, Bruce Willis oh, yeah. has retired from acting. After uh, getting diagnosis aphasia. of aphasia, yeah, and uh, that, uh, sorry for all of that um, for Bruce, who is you know a legend, a legend. I mean, no matter what decade in the last four decades, you can pick out a Bruce Willis movie that was good mm-hmm. or a show or anything. That yeah. He did. Because it got to the point where he just became Bruce Willis. Yeah. That's you what know, you're instead saying, of looking for the character. And uh, to see that he's walking away uh, from acting, that sucks. To see that he has a, a life threatening disease sucks more. You know. Which is hope he, I mean, he's going out with dignity. So. Yeah. So my, my wishes, prayers, and everything to seriously, the diehard himself. The, the man who, you know, made it okay to say yippee Kaye, motherfucker. The guy who saved our planet more times from terrorists, from asteroids, from aliens. You know, the guy has saved us more times than I think anyone has. I mean, it's he's up there with, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester oh, yeah, Stallone. Yeah, Bruce Wilson's an icon. He's a legend. He's a legend. 
So, um, so sad to see him go. My, yeah, sad to see him step down, but wish him the best wishes and the mm-hmm. best health. Yep. That's the news, bro. Let's get that last movie. This is Movies That Don't Suck and Something New. I just told Chris a bunch of stuff. He has to go over it and have to review if I actually lied to him or half the stories were made up. So we're, we're on the big sexy movie, the one that's number one at the box office. Uh, Morbius, directed by Daniel Espinoza. Uh, he's directed things such as Life, Safe House, uh, a movie called Snap a Cash, uh, Child 44, and he's working on something called Exorcist right now. Uh, it's written by Matt Sazama. Um, he's written such things as the Power Range movie, Gods of Egypt, The Last Witch Hunter, which I don't think I saw, uh, and also written by the screen stories by uh, Bulk Sharpless, which is a cool name, Berg Sharpless. I like that name. But, uh, yeah, dude, that is a cool name. He's a, he's a writing partner of, uh, of uh, Matt Sazama. This stars the inimitable Jed Leto as Dr. Michael Morbius. We saw the witch hunt. I saw the last witch hunter. And I, I know you didn't because you don't like uh, Vin Diesel. <sighs> Dr. Michael Morbius by Jed Leto. <sighs> you helped me. By erasing my mind, what infinite memories I have. This also stars Matt Smith as Milo. Now the question of the hour is, who's got Pandorica? Answer, I do. Next question. Also, uh, Adria O'Hurna as Martine Bancroft. No. You barely talk. I don't know your family. You don't want to know mine. Also, this stars Jared Harris as Dr. Emil Nicholas. Jared Harris, man. Great. Uh, Tyler Simpson is Agent Simon Stroud. Join the ride. Man, it's a fast call, huh? And also, Al Magical is Agent Rodriguez. And people, I don't want to mention if you want to go and see this and not get surprised. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this? There's a storyline for this? There is. Nice. Dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others suffering his same fate, Dr. Morpheus attempts a desperate gamble. What first appears to be a radical success soon reveals itself to be a remedy potentially worse than the disease. So I I, I, I get my like little soliloquy at the beginning of uh, the bubble. Why don't you start out this one? Oh, you want me to start off with this yeah, one? Yeah. Okay, cool. This is the worst fucking Marvel movie they have put out since the goddamn 1990s. And it felt like, remember the 90s when comic book movies came out and you're like, hopefully it's a good one, you know, <laughs> because you didn't know if it was going to be shit or not. Mm-hmm. That's the feeling I got watching this movie. What a piece of shit this movie is, dude. It's awful. It's fucking awful. You know what the best part of this movie was? When it ended? <laughs> the incredible scenes, but, the dude, but even scenes. even even the CGI in that was so fucking awful. Like the whole movie. All right, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's let's dive into this. Okay, and let me give you one hundred percent. Because are we gonna guys, spoil this? By the way, are we gonna spoil this after? Yeah, this? I got, I got, I got stuff. Okay. Um, just so to give people information about Morphe, Mor- Morbius, uh, Morbius, um. Morpheus to me, I love the comics. I am yeah, a yeah. good fan of it. I ha- I have the first twenty yeah. of his series. 
Um, literally, Hugh, I love him. I, th- I think it's a good character. It's a good idea. It, and he has the emotional problems that, uh, that you know, someone who doesn't want to kill people but has to kill people yeah. for a living because he's a vampire-like yeah. character. Um, that is something so great you can play on. First thing that sucks about this movie. I'm done with Jared Leto. I'm just done. I'm done. All right, dude. Back in the day, you're cool. You're quirky. I got it. You're 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 different. You know, my soul cult life. Your little band you had. Fight club. Fight club. Yeah. Fight club. You're adorable. Now you got your nose broken in ten places. Um. But this wasn't it. This wasn't good. The acting, his acting was not good in this. I think the only the only person that went there having fun was Mike Smith. Mike Smith, Matt Smith, only person that having fun. Dude, they had two fucking years. This was totally for two years. They had two years to fix this thing, and they didn't. Yeah. Uh, the CGI in this movie God, looks God. like CGI from the nineties. What? How? How did this? They didn't work on this at all. Like they could have done yeah. so much, dude. They, they could. There, there's, it, there's so many things that I think could have easily been changed, easily been changed. And I mean, the Matt Smith character was a completely made up character, loosely based on a character from the comics. And like, I think they could have changed it just a little bit. I get that Sony. Entertainment has this huge hard on for the Sinister Six. Yeah, their entire ever since Tobey Maguire with Spider Man, all they've been wanting to do is bring this Sinister Six movie to life. I get it. I understand it. You don't want. They don't want Justice League. They don't want the Avengers. They don't want the fucking X Men. They want the Sinister Six. You know, which we almost got in No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, like the only one missing uh, was Craven the Hunter. Yeah. From that. And literally, I get it. I get what Sony wants to do. I get it. But the problem is. But that- put some time and effort in your fucking movie. Dude, like there is a love story between a woman and a man who love each other. And then he's like all ill and shit and thinks he needs to become better. And that's how he becomes Morpheus. And like, that is a great story to go off of. It didn't, you know, this didn't work, man. And I'm trying to figure out like what they thought they, they they had this in the can for two years. Then they'll say, Hey man, people are watching this to think it sucks. We should maybe fix it. Cause it fucking sucked. And it, the thing is, like, uh, it's it, I, you know, it's an hour and forty six minutes, so it's mercifully short, right? But it's it's not Marvel quality. Marvel puts out good movies. And the, your last movie, uh, your movie last like year, Blade Three. Yeah, this was your, like Blade Trinity. <laughs> so you your know? favorite movie last year was a Sony released Marvel film, uh, with Spider Man No Way Home. And this one, yeah. this one is. I don't know why it was but obviously, obviously no way home. Spider-Man was, you know, not only Sony, there's a whole lot of, you know, the Disney put in that. 
<laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do with this with this thing because it's a bad movie. And I, I, I can't think anyone's clamoring to see Jared Leto play a character that, for a movie that I no one really liked. It's a shitty movie. And it made $87 million this weekend. Yeah, because people want to see this shit. I don't know why. I was one of well, those. Well, okay. All right. We, I mean, let's be honest. Someone comes up to you and says, hey, man, do you want to go see a superhero movie about a guy based off of a vampire where he basically goes around and sucks people's blood? Yeah, man. You're down. You're down. All right. First thing that killed this movie. Are you ready? Uh-huh. PG. 13. Yeah, PG-13, whatever. Well, yeah. He's just... a vampire eating flesh. The, the, the artificial blood was blue. I, 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 I can't. I, I don't know. <laughs> here's, the just, thing, here, here's the thing, though. There's here's... one scene where he rips out somebody's throat. And then you hear the gurgling, yeah. but you don't see the blood <laughs> or anything. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out what the deal is when it comes to, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's like I don't know if this is studio involvement problem. I don't know if it's just the wrong people put together, uh, but it's a bad movie. It's not, and like, yeah. the usual thing, I was bored a lot of the time, man. A lot of times I was bored, and then the action scenes when they did happen were like two minutes and kind of shitty. Like they weren't I kind of fell asleep twice. <laughs> this movie fucking sucked, and I, yeah, I don't... yeah, I, 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 I got I had to like wake up and like slap myself in the face. <laughs> That's what you had to do. Um, yeah, to like wake myself up to fucking watch this movie. Okay, you want to get the quotes and then we, we'll, uh, then we'll give uh, our score and then we'll talk about. Oh, oh, oh one second, I just want to, I just want to cut in here again, and yeah, I want to give why this movie sucks so bad. <laughs> All right, one. It should. It was PG thirteen. Should have been R. If you're gonna have a vampire that's killing people and ripping people's throats out, yeah, fucking show it. Yeah. All right, you took on this project. You didn't have to take on this villain. There are plenty more in the fucking warehouse yeah. of the goddamn Sinister Six. You did not have to bring this villain as one of them. This is your own fault. If you're gonna get a vampire that sucks people's blood. Fucking get a vampire <laughs> sucking people's blood. Um, two, I don't know what Jared Leto was playing. Like, he was trying to play like he was an anti-hero. But, but like, and, he was... And, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Morpheus in the comics is an anti-hero. Like, he went from uh, Sinister Six, I guess, or being a bad guy, figuring out how to get it under control... And he becomes, he becomes like an anti-hero, but he's a villain for a while, just like Venom. Yeah. Or he's a hero. He is a villain for a while before he becomes the anti-hero. Mm. Now the Venom movie figured out how to make it more like he's just an anti-hero. Yeah. But what they did at the end of this movie made it very clear. <laughs> And this guy is a pure fucking villain. God, there's so much in the, the CGI in this. is just It's just bad, man. It's a bad movie. CG, CGI was so fucking bad. They had two years to fix this, and they didn't do anything. No. And it just sucks. So now I'll give the quotes. Okay. I feel like I can give my piece on it. Um... <laughs> I, I it was really dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I don't want to see you hurt anymore. Stop hurting if you can. As long as I am crippled, you will always be fine. If you start quiet, if you start writing the notebook to me, I am going to start hobbling in a different direction. Oh, no. If you start quoting the notebook to me, I am going to start hobbling myself in a different direction. I, I That's the part I kind of smiled at. Yeah, yeah, I smiled at that, too. That's why I wrote it down. For the first time in my adult life, I feel good. They say all the blood is drawn. I, I don't know. I, I, that, I can't read that one. As you can see, Death, this is great. As you can see, I definitely don't have great sea legs. Holy water? Really? Not faking either. This is triple blessed. I'm starting to get hungry, and you don't want to see me when I'm hungry. Get it? Yeah, I get it. It's, it's, yeah, he's, yeah. Making, he's making a, a, ju- a funny. <laughs> yeah. You can't judge people on how they look. Didn't your mother teach you any manners? All our lives, we had death standing over us, and now we don't. I loved this more is this when the mysterious in the hood kicks everyone ass. We are the few against the many. For the reason I wasn't going to go fall Dracula. Uh, for, for the response, I was not going to go full Dracula on you. For the record, I find you and him quite romantic. I am reborn. I am true resurrection. You pitied me before. Now you're repulsed by me. There you go. Alright, well, I gave my score first last time. You gave yours first on this one. So you want me to get my score? Yep. Can we talk about this movie? Yep. <laughs> you still you haven't figured it out yet? Because you like to dislike it that much. Two point seven. You can't say it sucks, dude. It's two. Give it, give that TD score for two point five. To me, it's a two point three movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's 2.3. Yeah, yeah. This movie sucked. Yeah, this movie's awful. There's nothing redeeming about it. It's the worst Marvel movie. One of the, like, I, don't, I didn't see Fantastic Four. I don't know if it's worse than that. It could be. It could be just that bad. But uh, this is a bad movie, man. This movie's... Which Fantastic Four? The newest one. With Miles Teller. Oh, yeah, that one sucked, too. Okay. That one's really bad. That one, that one's like a negative five. Okay. I, I don't know what's going on with... I mean, like... The... This is Sony, so I can't default Sony. And wait, uh, Marvel Studios, if they make something bad, something's gone up. But this is this barely had anything to do. With this was not the good experience we wanted. Huh. You you held on to this, and uh, I even uh, read up on it that they held the reviews until twelve hours before yeah. the movie was released. That's never a good sign when they do that. And there's there's only two reasons they do that. Yeah. One. Is that someone pops up that's a big fucking surprise. Or two, the movie sucks so bad 
There's kind of there's kind of that both that and this so. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, if you guys really want to see this, uh, we stay till the end. There's two mid credits uh, scenes that sort of make it interesting. But other than that, yeah, we're gonna talk about that here in a second when we do the spoiler okay. part. Uh, uh, I want to run tomatoes. Um, What's the Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes? This is going to be from the audience. It has to be a 42. 70. Shut the fuck up. Some people just don't give a fuck, man. There are some, right. There's some people that really love the, the, the original Suicide Squad. Don't know. Uh, well, I mean, Suicide Squad was good. Original, so this one's The original one? I mean, it's all right, man. It had, it had a, an artistic look at it. I fell asleep doing it. <laughs> but um, uh, now the uh, critic score for Morbius. 39. 17%. 17. Okay, so Bam, motherfuckers, in your face. <laughs> yeah, consistency is CGI sucked balls. Acting over acting. Looked like it was something from the goddamn CW mixed with Days of Our Lives and shitty fucking CGI. From the 90s. Close. Cursed with uninspired effects, wrote performances in a borderline nonsensical story, this dreary mess is a vain attempt to make Morbius happen. Damn. Yes. Damn. So fuck this movie. Uh, if you guys want to, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, next week we're seeing the theory. Yeah, of, I just have some, I just have a few uh, items yeah, about it. Next week ahead. we're seeing everything everywhere all at once and then whatever else. Uh, I'm not budging on that. You were seeing that movie. It comes out Friday. What movie? Everything, everywhere, all at once. You're watching. I, I know. I'm, I don't know what that is. It's it's a movie you have to see in theaters. Fucking see it. I saw a dance screen of it last week. I'm not budging. You have to see this movie. No, yeah, there's other movies we got to see. Uh, I don't really give a fuck if it's not that joke too. But uh, I told you I'm not budging on everything, everywhere, all at once. You have to see that movie. No, uh, I'll think about it. Don't uh, don't even think about it. Um. It's done. Mm, and we'll, maybe next week we'll see that. Um. Okay. So, uh, guys, we're gonna use some time. Uh, no. uh, if you leave, if you don't want to hear the end of it, blah blah. We'll see you guys later. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. So you did you like the fact? Oh yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog and Ambulance too this week. We're seeing we're see, one of those movies that we're seeing is that we're everything everywhere all at once. I'm not budging on that. What is it called? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Why can't I find it anywhere? It's gonna. It's, it comes out over Friday. I'm not seeing it anywhere. I will find it for you. You have to see this movie. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's already out here. Okay, then go see it. Your face, I'll go see. Uh, so I gave people time to walk away if they don't want to know the ending of Morbius. We're gonna talk about it. Oh, cool. There's a lot of showings for this. So cool. All right. <laughs> so Adrian Toomes shows up at the end of this. Uh, he shows up for something. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton Vulture. Period. Bottom line. The the first villain from Spider Man movies with, with Tom Holland. Yeah, and so he shows up because Vulture is part of the Sinister Six, and he makes his joke. I'm putting a team together. You would work out just fine. And, and fucking stupid. And um, he shows up. I'm sure because it's something fucked up that Doctor Strange did, right? Like, he fucked up somehow. That's how he got there, right? Right. So, whatever. That's what happens. <laughs> that's, right. that's a big thing. So, let, let's give you some info about this movie. Even though I'm not a fan of this movie, I'm still going to give you the comic book info. I'll make it as short as possible. I didn't put a lot down. 
Morpheus. Morpheus. Morpheus is a origin is uh first stated in Am- Amazing Spider-Man 101 done by Roy Thomas and Gil Kane. Now, what's so important about Morpheus is that he's the first character in a comic book first done by anybody but this is the first Spider-Man comic not with Stanley involved. Mm. Mm. His storyline. So right away. <laughs> strike one. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a strike one. I know it's, it's, it's actually really good. I mean, because do you remember the Spider-Man that had six arms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same okay. comic book. Okay. Same comic book. Okay. Um the ship that Morpheus was experimenting on in the movie was called the Murnau. Right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. That was named after F.W. Murnau, who's the German director of the 1922 movie Nosferatu. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, so there are some cool little facts. Yeah. Um, In the childhood uh, part of the movie, at the beginning of the movie or whatever, middle of the movie, whatever, Mm -hmm. They kept on referencing that they wanted to send him to a school for gifted youngsters Mm -hmm. in upstate New York. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Xavier's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. X Men school. Anyway, Emil Mykos is the character in the comic book that Milo, who was played by Matt Smith, Mm -hmm. is based off. Uh, He was the best friend of Morpheus. Uh, he's the first person ever killed by Morpheus when he could no longer take the artificial blood mm. and later turn into a vampire to be his best, his number one enemy. As you notice throughout the movie, we got a bunch of references to there's a weird creature in San Francisco and even to the point where uh, Morpheus himself even said, I am Venom. <laughs> to Venom, yeah. talking about Venom. So, obviously, we're in the same universe as Venom. Yeah. Uh, Simon Strutt, um, who is... Who is he played by? Who is Simon Strutt played by? Uh, he was played by... Oh, Tyrese. Yeah. Uh, Simon Stroud. He is a character from the comics who has fought everyone from Craven the Hunter. He's best friends with the Black Widow. And Hunted Morpheus in Fear Number 27 comic book. His arm, as you can see, was made by Oscorp, which is a.k.a. the Green Goblin's yeah. business. Horizon Labs uh, pops up. This is weird because Horizon, uh, Horizon Labs is a big thing in the Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, first appearance is Amazing Spider-Man 668 using Spider-Man's this is where Spider-Man's main headquarters was and where he got his gear like his web shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, the Daily Bugle was obviously everywhere with headlines. Uh, each one had a different villain in the story of the headlines. So, like, you could actually, if you pause those scenes, for the headlines one, one was uh, has a giant rhino loose on the city. Mm-hmm. One was black cat friend or foe. One said scandal at ESU, Emperor State University, which is where Peter Parker went to college. It says the chameleon escapes, 
which is a headline on one of them. And the chameleon is going to be in the Craven the Hunter movie. So obviously they're putting it all together. Now, when they're in the subway, right before Morpheus decides to do his flying thing, (laughs) um, there's an advertisement for clothing, and the clothing line is called Thomas and Kane, which are the names of the creators of Morpheus. Poster for Demon Fire, which is a cult that Morpheus fought, Morpheus fought in 1974's Vampire Tales number seven. Uh, poster for a new album called Empothia Man, which is a reference to an alien species discovered by Morpheus and Peter Parker's spectacular Spider Man number six. And Martine dies and awakens with red lies, like in the comic books, when she becomes a comet, when she becomes a vampire. And obviously, the Michael Keaton after end credits is all setting up. The Sinister Six. All right. Well, uh, I guess look forward to that. <laughs> there are actually good comic book stories with this character. And I, I'm now, I thought this was going to, I thought they were going to give this movie like a good heap of, like if they were going to give it a good try, they didn't give it a good try. This movie sucked. Yeah. This, this all sucked. I, I am a fan of Morbius, the comic books. I was going to pull him out of the, the filing cabinet to show you to be like, I love this character. And it's like that line from Godfather. What have they done to my boy? You know, <laughs> like that's what it is. You just took one of my favorite vampire characters in all of cinema history, uh, of all comic book history and made him shit. <sighs> Like, Blade was one of the corniest-looking motherfuckers in comic book history, and you made him badass, but you can't make another one? I don't know. Ah, oh, man. You can find us online at movies.net, or on Facebook.com, slash movies on podcast. One Twitter at NDS Podcast, or on Instagram at NDS Podcast. We have Twitch at NDS Podcast. We have a... Shirts to onfire.com. Search movies don't suck. It's something to do. Uh, we have Patreon, patreon.com. Search movies don't suck. You find social streaming platforms there. You find podcasts. You find movies don't suck. It's something to do. What do you do for small business? You got a small business? You come over here, give me $20, and I will make sure we talk to we our do it for free. We do it for we free. We do it for free. <laughs> but I like $20. And if you got wings or turkey legs, oh fuck yeah, Bring, definitely will advertise that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, if you got a small business, it doesn't matter what you have, what you do, whatever you do, we'll be more than happy to advertise you to our hundreds of uh, viewers, our thousands of listeners. We'll be more than happy to help you out and push you out there into the public. Let us know. You can find us at any one of the websites below or any one of the links. We'll be more than happy to help you out. And I believe that's it, Chris. We are done. Well, that's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, know how hard you try. If you make a suck-ass vampire movie, we're going to burst your bubble. Have a good night. Have a good night.